the three Juventinos podcast show. I'm your host, Ricardo Santamaggio. And my co-host for tonight will be Anthony. Um, Mark is unavailable due to being not well. And also, too, I'm actually doing the podcast from my private office, which is the basically the Juventus man cave, if you can picture it. A lot of um, good memories, not bad memories in my office, but... Uh, yeah, so this, this evening's show is basically the uh, first of the off-season podcast shows, and uh, so it's show number 28, season two. A big thank you to all our listeners. Uh, we've just hit the 750 mark on our downloads, and we've hit 16 countries around the world, so thank you very much for supporting us, Juventinos, here in Australia, and yeah, so basically, in the off-season podcast shows, we'll be going through the the squad, basically, from the goalkeeper, defence, midfields and forwards and racing the players as well and just going through, basically, their statistics over this past season in the Serie A and also to talk about which players should be going and which players have really played well this season and disappointed and also, we'll be giving out the Alessandro Del Piero Award uh, in the coming weeks and also the Amari Award as well for the worst player of the season. Also, in saying that, we'll be talking about the off-season tour of America and also we'll be talking about this upcoming new season and what will transpire in the coaching realms. I think a lot of us Juventus supporters are wanting someone to exit um, Juventus, but by all accounts, it sounds like it's a money uh, issue, and also that Max is not wanting to leave. That's what we're all reading at the moment. But look, um, I'll call in Anthony. He's uh, going to be calling in this evening. Mark, uh, special mention to Mark. Uh, he'll be back next week. So, calling in Ma- Anthony. Uh, yes. Anth? Good evening. How's things, mate? Uh, good, thanks, mate. How are you? Good, mate. I just uh, was listen- letting our listeners know that uh, this evening Mark's not available, but you are available and that we'll be back all together at 48 Hopefully hours. Hopefully next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, being a public holiday here in Melbourne, Australia, being the Queen's long weekend. Um, or King's. King's, King's uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, King's sorry. birthday, yeah. The the king that said it is uh, the nephew of the um, we won't go there, but yeah, he's uh, gone off the rails <laughs> there. But um, it's a weird one. We we used to just say in the queen's birthday for so many years, yeah, that it's like when are we going to actually not make the mistake? <laughs> but honest <laughs> truth is, uh, for us Aussies, it's basically another day to get on the piss and watch the football, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's just another holiday, really, isn't it? Free, basically, yeah, yeah, paid holiday. But uh, how you been, mate? How's things? Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Footy team one. Yeah, footy team one. You know, uh, yeah. Collingwood lost. Oh, uh, how good is that? Uh, been a pretty pretty good weekend, honestly. So we have to explain <laughs> to our listeners what Collingwood is in the AFL here to us Juventus, well, us yeah. Yeah, supporters. It's sort of like, like the Inter Milan. The Inter Merida. <laughs> oh, and by the way, congratulations. Uh, uh, an applause here to Man City 
for for putting that club, what I, we all call Merida away, <laughs> and not winning the Champions League. So, yeah, feelings mutual, isn't it? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Weird one. Yeah, that, it, it, it is that, a that, that it, added to the good sporting weekend. Well, you think about it. Roma lost. Fiorentina lost. And Inter lost. I know. I know we should be like, you know. Barricade for team teams, but when it comes to our club and how they carried on, yeah. we lost our finals, mate. The feeling is mutual. So yeah, yeah. The last couple of years hasn't been great when it comes to no the rivalries. No, it hasn't. Uh, it hasn't. The only unfortunate result this weekend, in our opinion, was uh, the Italian under twenties not yeah they lost the World Cup yeah, final yeah against Uruguay this morning one um, yeah, nil they bit, lost yeah bit hard to win a final <laughs> when you only have three shots on on goal and none of them on target even though yeah. they had more possession than Uruguay uh, yeah very difficult to to yeah. win yeah I mean look at, at the end of the day I, I saw a lot of positives out of that team where for the future. There's really some good up and coming oh, entertaining players coming in through the ranks. So yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, is it Cassidy? Cassidy, I think it was the, the huge. Yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was amazing. He was totally wild. It was unbelievable. Just you know, yeah, yeah, and and a couple of other players there. Even the keeper was, did a great job fiddly there yeah, as well. Yeah, so, good say. Yeah, yeah, good keeper. Yeah, so. Promising uh, young players there, that's for sure. Like it looks like, it looks like, excuse me, it looks like our future is uh, a little bit better than recent times. I think uh, when it comes to our team, yeah. So that's it's good to see. Yeah, in saying that, we'll um, yeah, I just told the listeners that we'll be in the off season going through all the plays. They'll. You know, from keepers, defence, midfields to forwards, rating them yep, and, yep. and being honest and talk about what the, the you know, the, the highs were, the lows were and uh, which players should be going and which players should be staying. But again, yep. that, that all depends on the coach as well. And um, the rumours with um, the, the Saudis coming in and offering big, big coin for Max and also yeah. a couple of other clubs in Europe uh, asking... Or just inquiring, basically, and we we know that that there's a big money tag to him if he is to leave because he's still got two years with bonuses probably on top there that what add up to forty plus. They're saying so. It's going to be a real interesting one. Yeah, been looking forward to talking about that. Yeah, that part of it. Yeah, so I reckon we'll um, talk about plays that we're hearing they're going to. Well, a revolting and wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your what's your opinion on Vlaovic? First, we'll start with Vlaovic. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a it's a tough one with Vlaovic because I haven't really seen a lot of comments from Vlaovic himself. Yeah, it's been so, quite. You know, mm-hmm. we yeah, we kind of. I think um, you know, there's different types of. Uh, I guess there's different types of info that we've seen online, you know, with, with all of these rumors or, or whether they're, they're not rumors, whatever it is, basically there's some people who talk about it a little bit more openly than others. I find that with Vavich as one, 
we don't know much about Vlavic's one. So I think mm. it all is going to come down on heavily on our 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 opinion yeah. on what we think will happen with Vlavic. Mm. And again, I feel that it's difficult to, to know what he's thinking. You know, also, not just for Vlavic, but I think this goes for some of the players that we'll talk about on this podcast. Yep. We've got some players that we know have been in the news with uh, leaving Juventus for, uh, in particular, Rabiot for quite a while. There's been people that have been on the market before or possibly on the market, you know, yeah. whether it's a rumor or whatever it might be. And then there's players that haven't. So I think maybe we start off with, with some of the players that have had ha, have been linked to clubs in the past. Rabiot is probably the first one that comes to mind. Yep. He was possibly going to leave last season. Uh, he was linked to a couple of clubs, but the the strongest the strongest uh, rumor, I guess, was Manchester United, and and that still has kind of come up again in uh, this time now that he's going to be a free he's now a free agent, so mm. most likely he will go. But again, he might not. There's been reports that he might not. He might stay. Mm. And this all comes back to, I guess, what I was talking about just just before all this. I think it all depends on management, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That's Uh, a a big part of it at the moment. That's what they're saying. Because that's not... We're seeing players, you know, like McAllister signing for Liverpool, you know. Mm. Uh, And then there's other strong rumours of of players going to Saudi Arabia, for example, and all that type of stuff. Thing is, with Juventus, not like nothing's been done when you would have thought if in a crisis and that, that we're in right now, you would have thought that players would have been gone by now. Yeah? Yeah, that's true. I feel that negotiations are going to take a little bit longer than we expect because we don't know what's happening with Allegri and also with sporting directors and people involved in the management side of scouting players in the future. So I feel that our players, uh, we don't know what they're doing right now because everything's in the unknown. Uh, uh, Chiesa's been a little bit more open than other players Mm. compared to like Vlavic. So I think we can just go player by player. Maybe we'll start off with Vlavic. Yep. He hasn't really said much. Uh, there's a, I think there's a good chance he will leave, but I don't think it's all on his part. It might also be on Juventus's part. Again, we don't know. We can only assume about our money situation but we've been we've had a lot of money issues uh, when I say issues. We've had a lot of money problems and issues in the past, but it hasn't necessarily been like we have to sell players to make money. Yeah. It's been more of you know a, the opposite, you know, wasting money. And 
buying players who are injury prone and overpaying players on trades and paying high contracts and paying long contracts. Mm. They've been our money issues, not the fact that we haven't had the money. It's actually been because we've had the money and we've spent it like badly. So now this is where it becomes difficult with Vlavic, where we don't really know. Does Vlavic want to leave? Do Juventus want to sell him because he had a bad season, only season? Um, and Or is it a mixture of both? Or do Juventus need to recoup money to get rid of Allegri or keep Allegri? It's, yeah. it's just a, it's just we don't, like these to me these are unknowns and we probably won't know until that a transfer is well, made or not made well they're saying that um that Bayern Munich have already put a lo- like a low uh offer on the table yeah. which is around yeah, yeah. 50 to 55 i think that's yeah. i think that's really disgraceful for starters i mean that's just low balling Yeah, so much is ridiculous. So, and the problem is that teams will be low balling us because of the season. Because, because not just the season, but because teams will know that players are unhappy with Allegri. Mm. So, at the end of the day, what ends up happening is if you get a low ball and a player goes, "I want to leave." we are the ones that get screwed. Obviously, we don't have to sell the player because he's under contract. Yeah. So technically, he's under contract, but then that makes the culture of our club pretty bad in the rooms if there's a player that wants to leave, but we hold him to his contract. This is where it all gets very interesting. And this is where, at the end of the day, Juventus need to think, well, are we going to lose let's just say 25 million or whatever it was extra, Mm. or do we just go, no, we're going to keep him and we're going to keep playing him and we're going to just deal with it. Yeah. So in saying that, and he's age 22, his salary per year on his contract is around 13 mil and he's contracted to 2026, right? So just in saying that this season, we know hasn't been the best at all, but basically this season, he's had 27 appearances. He's been subbed five times. He's scored 10, and he's assisted two. In, okay, for, for a player yep. like that, and I know the style yeah, that Max... Yeah, Max's style of play this season has been very defensive. Yeah, We've seen that throughout the whole probably two years of his contract coming back. Mm-hmm. For a player like Vlaovic, he does need people around him, and also, too, he needs to be you know, probably sitting just behind the box or running towards the defence. Our play style this season has not been in his favour. Mm-hmm. And also the OPs, Osio Pubis has played up too. We've had the World Cup. That in saying that, I feel being for a marquee player that we've gone out and spent so much money to get him to come to Juventus, for me it's a, it's a, it's a disappointment if he's, if, if he's looking at other clubs. Yeah, because I yeah. thought personally, for a guy at twenty-two years of age, this this guy could be, you know, like a say, for instance, eight to ten year play for our club. 
Of course, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it looks like everything's gone pear shape. He doesn't obviously Max's style does not suit him to a T. Yeah, he's been disappointing too, Anth. I agree with you. We've we've spoken about this um, numerous times at the club. But in saying that, Anth, it's it's very disappointing to hear that you know he's shopping around or Juventus are shopping him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a player that's still under contract until twenty six. Yeah, of course. So yeah, of course, and that this is why again. There, there can be all of these things could be happening, but like I said, because there's uncertainty in the upper management, I think that it's it's kind of one of those things where the really the big decision is going to be made when it's made because it could have been made by now. Yeah, uh, the. A team that wants to take him will want to take him ASAP. Uh, Juventus would want to be getting rid of him ASAP so they can start working on getting someone else. Yeah. Because Juventus should know that in the past when they lost Ronaldo quite late, how difficult it is to get someone with not much time. So I, I really, I feel that, I really feel that uh, with all of these transfers, the reason why nothing's been done yet, not, not that there's been a long time since the Udinese game, but there's other teams that, are, you know, there's trades going through uh, that are bigger trades than what we have. So, yeah, I, I feel that the Vlavic one is, uh, it's positive in a way that he's not gone. Put it that way. Yeah. It's it's not. I don't think it's all over, and he's definitely going to go. But anyway, that's my opinion. I feel that uh, I feel that we've got enough future talent for people to want to stay at Juventus. I don't think it's a. It's necessarily going to be a max exodus if if Allegri leaves. If uh, sorry, if Allegri leaves, and we do, and we're obviously not in Champions League. I still feel that we might not lose as many players as we think. Okay. Uh, the reason being, uh, the age, players are still young, so it's not like, oh, it's the end all. Kiez is probably the biggest worry because he's the older of the play- He's an older player amongst the younger players who is realistically is probably close to peaking. I don't think Vlavic is at his peak yet. No, I think he's got not. plenty of time. He's got enough time to say, hey, I can stay. Uh, and look at Delit. Delit was the same as well. Delit still stayed when we were, yes, we were still in Champions League, but we weren't doing well. Uh, we didn't, we, we, we actually had no progression with Delit. Yeah. It actually got yeah. worse with Delit and he still stayed. So, there's there's still that option that players might still stay, but anyway, with Flavic, it's a we don't know much yet. So, so we'll say that's a fifty fifty, and then probably we'll I hear, would say yeah, yeah. I would honestly say that Vlavic is a fifty fifty. Would you uh, would you want him to stay? Anth, your opinion for me, it, it is a um, definitely yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As much as I've criticised him and and been frustrated of uh, with his off the ball performances, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
I would like to see him stay because I feel that I feel that between Allegri's mismanagement and his injury, he deserves more time. If he if we had a great game plan and a great coach and there was no injury and he had that bad season, I would be in our position, I wouldn't say he's got to go in a season because of the strikers we have. Yeah. But I would probably be saying you need to pick up your act in this second season or you're probably going to be out the door. Okay. Because a player of his caliber shouldn't need more than more than two seasons with, let's just say, if he didn't have an injury and we had a good game plan and he was getting fed the ball well and all that, mm-hmm. uh, I think two years is enough for a player. Uh, because we've seen what he can do with Fiorentina. So yeah. if he can't match that at Juventus, there's issues. Again, that's with all of the things I spoke about, which most of them we don't have. So, yeah, okay. that, that's my opinion on Vlavic. But, yes, I would like to see him stay. Yeah. But uh, I would not blame him or any other player if they left if Allegri stayed. Yeah, I think you're right on that so, one. So, yeah. all right, we'll leave that one. Let's go to Chiesa. So, Chiesa at the moment, what, is 20, 25? Yep, he's 25 years of... Mm. No, he's actually... Yeah, he's 25. Or oh, going on twenty five. Let me see. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, twenty twenty five. He's twenty five. Yeah, yeah. All right. So basically, twenty five. He's just came off a serious knee, Rico. He's sitting mm. on around oh, market value. They're saying around thirty, which is which is ridiculous. I know. I think that's a bit low. Kiesa uh, Kiesa with an ACL and the way he's playing. It does not. The thirty is. You should be around uh, 40, 45 at least. Yeah. Look. Uh, no, even that. I even, don't. I feel it, is a bit low. Even fifty. Okay. Let's see. What like what did we buy Kiesa at? That's a very good question. I think it was about sixty million, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, altogether. Yep, worked out. I'm pretty together. sure altogether it was sixty million. Yep. Now this is for me. This is how you would market a player. Not that this is my job. I just feel that this is common sense. Chiesa was rated at 60 million. Yes, he has had an injury, but he has also become a better player. Uh, So to say he's become a better player, not only in uh, the playing for Juventus, but also in the Italian national side. Yeah. Uh, like I said, yes, the injury is probably something that will stop him getting to the $100 million mark, which people were talking about offering him whatever the rumours were, because that's what he was kind of rated at. But how I look at it is he was worth 60 coming to us. He's gotten better but he's gotten an ACL, I almost feel like his value should at least be 60. That's my opinion. At that age, you're probably right. If he didn't have the ACL, he'd be worth it for sure. I would tell you now he'd be 90 or 100 without the ACL. But 
I feel that he's at his peak. He's still playing well. He's still scoring. He's still doing well. Even though he came off that injury, yeah, 21 appearances, think, he's done pretty I, well. He scored a couple of goals too, done, so yeah, I think he's done well. I think he's done well, and honestly, his injury, uh, I think, is affecting him more mentally with a couple yeah, of niggles. They've, they've said that it's a mental thing with him. Yeah, I feel that... Uh, I feel that he his market value, and this goes to when we're talking market value, you also need to remember uh, uh, there's leagues out there that have a lot of money too. Mm. So, yeah. you know, we might overpay for players, but let's not forget the Premier League o- overpay players and they give them better yearly salaries and transfers and all that type of stuff. So honestly, I would I would rate him at, at about sixty. I, I and don't think it's really how, moved. How much do you think he's getting right now per season? Yes, uh, right now. I'd be expecting that he's getting about eight million. He's getting five million, five fives. Yeah, plus plus bonus. It's, it's around the fives, and he's contracted yeah. to twenty five. In comparison to every other player and what he's achieved, yeah. that's very low. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it is. It is. So yeah, I would have expected like um, for his caliber. Come, you know, like look. That I guess it makes sense because his deal was done pre Euro. Yeah. So it, look, it kind of makes sense, but yeah, Delit price was. What was Delit getting at think, a younger age? I think he was getting around seven. Something yeah, that, that, see, that's yeah. what I mean. I would have that, that that to me that doesn't really make sense. But then again, it might be it might come down to how many centre backs compared to how many wingers you know like there are on the market. So uh, <clears throat> I I honestly think yeah, it's a bit low. Kies is an interesting one because I think he's spoken out uh, more. He's spoken out to the media more than Vlavic from what I've seen. His words to me aren't negative. I feel that his words are quite positive, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we know he loves Juventus, even though he's come from another team. Uh He's continued, and again, I get that it can be for a new contract or whatever, but he's continued to celebrate, okay? That last goal that we had a bit of a giggle about where he could have got injured again, he celebrated that goal, okay? Mm. That's not, for me, that's not a player who's on his way out. A player who's on his way out would have probably just ran and kind of put his arm up or something and had a, a mild celebration, not that type of celebration when that game meant nothing to us. And he still, and it was a great goal, and he celebrated uh, celebrated it a lot. For me, that's not a player that's on his way out. But in saying that, I think that Chiesa could leave if Allegri stays. Because we know that they they don't seem to have a healthy relationship. Oh, mate, uh, he doesn't play many 
proper position. That's the problem yeah. too. And but, I mean, I don't get it. Like, I understand when why Kez is frustrated too. I would be too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but also it's not just that. It's also the the body language. Like uh, Kiesa just doesn't seem like he wants to listen to Allegri, even if they're not talking to each other. Just the way it's just it, it it's like he doesn't you know he doesn't really want to play for Allegri. Yeah, uh, you can see when Kiesa listens and when he doesn't care. To me, the body language is uh, is so obvious. So I feel that. Chiesa doesn't want to leave, in my opinion. Uh, there's more chance, I think, of him staying than not, but that's all dependent on Allegri. Yeah. The, the money will come if we if we uh, the money will come the minute we have to re-sign him. He'll be on a much higher. Uh, I would be expecting Chiesa to be on eight no, or nine. He's, he's sorry. It, it's the five plus his bonuses, which works out to be just under ten because it's thirty and it's a three year yeah. contract. So when when I say that, that's the wage they they say, but that's the growth because you got to take into gross amount as well and the the bonuses on top of that. So it's the actual yeah. play wage. It's not the amount they're being like. When we say Vlaovic, we bought him, what, 70 to 75 mil, then it's his wage as well. So that's what they're saying yeah. is that's roughly his wage he gets from Juventus. It's not about the fee yeah. of coming over. So when you really work it out, he's got three years left that's telling around 30 million. Yeah. So if that makes sense? Because that's his contract base. Yeah, yeah. That's not his wage. Where you've got yeah. other players like Quadrado, for instance, he's got one year and it's like 10. Like you yeah, go, what? Yeah, yeah. But it, but he's entitled to that because they activated the. He played enough games to activate the one year option on that. But again, this is the thing with the players and the contracts that Juventus have, and that I think sets back the club because you've got players like Rabiot that are like the one year, for instance, this year, he got nine plus a bit extra. And now mm. we're thinking about giving him one year extension just on the one year like he's getting now. So it just doesn't make sense, doesn't it, Anthony? Like you're paying one player that amount in money and then you're wasting money with other players with these stupid contracts, which I think has to, you know, if Juventus are serious about future of signing players, they they need to have some kind of clause in it where... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, performance-based or... not Maybe not performance-based because then we'll get nobody, but more the fact that... After two years, for instance, you, yeah, you're you know we'll put this clause in. You know, you'll get extra money. You know what I mean? Not just long term deals, yeah. high wages, and then you're getting nothing for the player. Do you know what I mean? But, On but, the field, but I think, but I think because of our past, I think that the performance based, like look at Kiesa, he's getting his bonuses. Technically, that's performance based, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I think the performance-based stuff is good because we've had too many players that have been injury-prone. And at oh, the end of the mate, day... Ramsey and how many well, other yeah. players, yeah. At the end of the day, right, uh, I, I think it's quite healthy to have the performance-based ones because it'll keep players... We have too much, uh, too many players that get complacent with their their positions because they're not tested. 
uh, and Kudradro's one of them. Um, there's Sandro, and you know, there's just uh, you know, there's Bonucci. There's players that are just like you know, almost untouchable when you realistically think about it. Mm. So I don't mind the performance-based stuff because I think it will end up getting rid of the players who just want to come for money and it will get people who uh, can back themselves to become a good player. Because at the end of the day, you're coming to Juventus, you know you have to perform, but but at the same time, people know that if you do go there and you don't perform, there's also a chance that you could just stay there because there's a weird loyalty, I think, with some of our players. Um, and then there's a weird loyalty when it comes to send-offs. <laughs> do, do, do so, you wanna, yeah, it's just weird. Do you want to have a good laugh for this next one, right? Um, the third, is it the reserve, well, the third keeper, Carlo, yeah, yeah, is yeah. it Pinsolio? Yeah. It's Pinsolio. Pinsolio okay. He gets 300 grand for basically, I mean, like I said to the guys in the group chat, I would love to be this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah He's yeah. on a good wicket, mate. He's got the best job at Juventus, mate. All he does is he's, he's basically sit on the bench, he's in the rooms, he's like, you know, the G up man, mate. I reckon anybody could do his job. But how much do you think Matthias Sule gets? Have a guess. Uh, look, I'd say, no, like one or two million. 76,000 euro. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. <laughs> you know, would you, there, would yeah, you yeah. be pissed? Uh, seriously, for a guy that he's got talent, I like it. I like the kid. You know, I think, well, he's not really a kid now, but what I'm saying is. Yeah, that's this, a bit, that's very That wrong. is really yeah. wrong, yeah. That's wrong, yeah, that's man. really wrong. So just I thought I'd put that in. I just I couldn't believe it. I was I was gobsmacked to hear that. And then uh, also yeah, hearing really hearing funny. rumors now that he wants out as well. He wants more playing time and I don't blame him well, either. So you know what what the ridiculous thing is, if the third keeper gets three hundred thousand <laughs> you sh- I, I don't care how long that guy's been there for. Yeah. Sula has played more than he has already. <laughs> I know, man. I just can't so, understand it. So Sule should be getting seven hundred and fifty or thousand well, euros or, or a million. Well, Ilian well, yeah, Junior's we'll getting around a mil or something. You know what I mean? Like, it just it just doesn't make sense, doesn't it? No, like, that it doesn't make sense. It yeah. doesn't, make, doesn't sense. make sense. So in saying that, um, yeah, what's what's I your gut feel? My gut feels he's shopping. I think if he gets the right offer, Look. he'll go. But but. Uh, I think they're saying with the internationals coming up, there's going to be EPL clubs going to be scouts going to be there looking at him, i.e. Liverpool and a couple of other big EPL clubs. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if Chiesa takes that option and I would not have any heart, bad feeling if he was to go because I wouldn't put up with that game style which is – so yeah, defensive. It yeah, doesn't totally. utilize his skills. So yeah, yeah, totally agree. I yeah, I totally agree with that. Like I wouldn't blame him, and I wouldn't be surprised. But like I said, Kiers is one. Uh, I for me, I don't think he's like ah. Oh, like Kiers said, but when all of this scandal happened, he he along with other players, said no matter what happens, I will stay, right? Yeah. Which which is, 
you know, which are very strong words. And, you know, we might think, oh, no matter what's that, what happens can also mean if Allegri stays. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I feel that Allegri is the biggest part for me with Chiesa. I, I yeah, don't I think Chiesa will go if we get a different coach. And you know what? It could almost be any coach because you don't really know that the, the game plan and all that type of stuff. Yeah, you, 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 like you don't really know a game plan until you start getting into it, and then by the time all that happens, your preseason would be kind of done, and most players will just stay if they're happy with the coach. And also, you don't re- they're not really going to know the coach that well in preseason. It's going to take time. It's going to take games. It's going to take to see how he substitutes and yeah. how he does formations and all that type of stuff. A coach can say whatever he wants at the start, mate. I'm sure Allegri said a lot of crap at the start too, and he's probably not doing it. You don't know. Like yeah. we, we, these are all unknowns. But um, but you yeah. know, when you're saying that, Ants, like I'll, I'll, I'll put an, a player like when you talk about the way Max is um, like with cares and utilize him this season. Obviously, come back from the injury, all that, but not using him in his role that he knows best. I think. I would be more than inclined to look at other clubs because if he's going to be staying there, we know that he's going to be still be playing that that shit of formation, yeah. and it's yeah, not going yeah, to yeah. not going to help him. Yeah, it's not going to help his yeah, yeah. game style and game plan that he knows what he can utilize and do the best. So, yeah. but in saying that, Anth, um, we're talking about a coach that you know left it late. The club left it late getting the player. You know that the. the Matsala player there with Paradis coming into the club and, and you're paying a player for one year, you're paying nine plus, you know. And, yeah. and I, 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 again, I scratched my head, you're wasting money on a player like that. De Maria, I'll just throw that in as well. You know, he was, you know, what I thought. I thought, you know, well, you know, it's great. We've got De Maria, okay? But you're playing, playing around the same wage too, yeah? Like, just using these two players, I think De Maria did well this season yeah. for us. He did well, but then he fell off the perch, World Cup, i.e., all this. But what I'm saying to you is, you know, a coach like what we've got right now with a player like Chiesa, a coach that got plays into the club that really was a waste of time, I think set yeah. back in other players. I think, but you know, we'll. we'll I, I think just in saying about Kiesa, we'll, we'll we'll leave Kiesa on this one. I think it's fifty fifty with me. I, that's my opinion. Yeah. And yeah, I think um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he did the leave. But and I reckon the next player we should bring up is Rabio. Yeah, Rabio's. Um uh, you know, he took a bit of a U-turn last season and stayed with us when he could have gone. Yeah, and uh, and we were pretty confident that he he's definitely going to go this season. But then there's been reports of another U-turn where he might there's there's talks of possibly staying. I even heard something where he was happy with what he was making. So. Again, but is, is it because of the Champions League football that he's not playing? And then 
you know, I just read just before on the wise um, some of the UK papers saying that uh, Man U are hoping his mum rejects, you know, the one you offer on the same wage. Yeah. So when we talk about same I, wage, I, it's nine, nine plus a little bit extra in bonuses. I mean, a year to year thing. I mean, for me, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know why. Why Rabio would want to play one more year with us when we're not in Champions League? That, that doesn't make sense. that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And, like, and a player that's twenty eight years old, mind you, yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, it just it does not it does not make sense nah. to just go. Oh, I'm going to do one more year. Like, what do you? I, the the only thing I could think of is in that one year, that player would want to get us back into the Champions League. But why would you sign a one year contract? Yeah. What? But you, you're just you're you're kind of as a player, you're kind of uh, not securing your future with where you want to be at. And honestly, like he's had a great season, but scored eight goals, if he, mate. If he looked brilliant. at if he looked at our midfield, yeah, he shouldn't be going. Mm, I'll stay a year to help Juventus uh, because they'll give me a contract after that. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. If you have a bad year, you're going to be out on. Uh, you're going to be out. You know. So you would think that he would be trying to secure a three or four year contract and kind of see out the rest of his career really. I reckon you're right. That was gonna to, say I yeah. think I think he'll be looking at you know what? I'm um twenty eight, the next contract yeah. will be pretty much the last, you know, and then you probably go to, you know, maybe America and that to finish off his yeah. career. But, you know, a player that I feel in the last twenty four months has been, if not our best midfielder, most consistent yep. midfielder this season, four assists, eight goals. He's been really good. He's been consistent. He, at times, I felt, yeah, you know what? He's really proven his time now at Juventus after the slow start. And yep. yeah, I would not accept a one year. I wouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. Also, we are highly doubt that his mum would only want to give him a one-year contract. It oh, doesn't definitely. make sense. It doesn't make sense. He would just go to United, be in Champions League. If the offer was good enough there, he'd go to Champions League. But then, see, this is another thing too. There's been reports that he says that he's happy at Juventus. So this is another thing too. He might not really care about getting extra money at United because he might go, if I go there and I'm a flop then I've wasted potentially an up-and-coming group in Juventus who could could do better than United in the next couple of years. We don't... These are the things. These are the factors that, that a smart footballer should be thinking about. It's not all, all about the buck. Like, sometimes it's about... Maybe he's like, well, I've had a good season here and I yeah. really enjoy playing with the players. And he might have probably told his mum, look, I'm happy here. At the end of the day, his mum can be as business orientated as she wants, but at the end of the day, she might be a little bit different to someone else's manager who is just looking for the money. She might turn around and go, well, if my son's happy here, he, then let's not care about, you know, the ridiculous offers that we made. And she's going to ask for her cut too, Anth, as she usually oh, does. 
So, but she's going to get that regardless. But what I'm saying is, it just seems like we we saw all these contract negotiations and all that, and then all of a sudden he's had a good year, and now it's like he might not be going again. Why is he not gone? This is. I feel that there could be more behind going on behind the doors. I feel I'm that gonna, players are getting told that Allegri might go. I'll give so, you. I'm going to throw a curveball to you, right now. To all listeners, this might sound a little bit crazy. Would you offer him the vice captaincy at Juventus or a or a captaincy? Uh, probably not captaincy. And people might go, why? Because like his age is pretty good for captaincy, but I feel that there's stronger players to be a captain. Okay, but would you give him? A, would you give him a senior role like a vice captaincy? So he's the vice. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But for me, when you pick a captain, it doesn't yeah, it have to, to be, be the best Barclay. player on the ground. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be the best player on the ground. It doesn't have to be a certain position. Uh, but for me, um, the I, I just don't think that I just don't think his personality and the things that have gone on with contracts and all that. If a player is getting paid seventy six thousand euros or three million euros yeah. and they're worth a lot more, I can understand negotiations. But Rabiot's been on a good wicket for a long time mm. and there's been years where he hasn't really performed well. That's right. One thing I must say is he's played a lot of football because he He's been pretty does, consistent there. Like he when you look at Serie really A. Injured. So yeah. Serie A a nineteen twenty season, twenty eight games. Then twenty one yeah. twenty twenty one thirty four twenty one twenty two thirty two and this season thirty two. So he's actually this is just in Serie A alone. So in saying that, and then Champions League, he's pretty much played nearly every game. Mm. And but yeah. he's played a lot of games that we haven't been happy with. And oh yeah, of um, course. Yes. Uh, you got to look at as well. Like as a player, you players know when they're not performing, yeah. and I feel that. Uh, he's he's uh, he, realistically he's probably played more football that isn't great at Juventus than the good side of well, his playing. You know, in saying that, in the last two seasons, his last sixty-four games in Serie A, I'll give, I'll, let's ramble those two seasons, right? I feel that he's been pretty consistent. Okay, he's had one or two games in patches that he's dropped off, but. Considering the players that we have in our midfield mm. in the last two years with Max, I personally think he's been our best player in, yeah, in the midfield. I, Honest truth, and who else could you pick in the last two seasons in our midfield, I'm talking about, that's been our best player consistently? Look, Locatelli's been really good. I think he's been a very... Yeah, but he's also had he's periods been, of where he's dropped off Two and he's been a sub and come a couple of games too. You got to think, and he's been yeah. injured. Where you've had someone more consistently been on the park, and again, this is another thing too. We've copped injuries at times, but yeah. I'm just saying in general, he's been yeah. consistent but, enough. I think, but yeah, but see, this the, the the thing is, 
also in the first season of Allegri, he didn't have a whole lot of like, um, apart from Locatelli, look at who else was in our midfield. We had a guy that we had in Allegri's first season, we had Kostic who just came, mm. right? So he was new and he did well. He, we had Meretti who was fresh as. Mm. We've had Fajoli who's fresh as. Yep. We've had Paul Pogba who hasn't played. Mm. Uh, we've had, and this is not just the first season, we've had Chiesa who got an ACL. Yep. We've had Kudradro who's Kudradro. Uh, <laughs> Selfish Right. He's who, what competition has he had? But look at who we had. We had Rabiot stood out yeah. because we've either had players who are green and fresh or players who haven't been on the park. Yeah, but Ant, we've also had play, senior, we've also had senior players that have not played at all. They played really shit, yeah. They're players yeah. that we're paying well, big bucks that they're doing there, nothing. Well, there's that too. So Rabiot has, I feel, in Allegri's first season, yeah. looked better than he was. I feel that this season has really been the good season for him. Maybe he feels more I, comfortable with Max than other, the, the other coaches we've had, Sari and, you know, I probably peel look, to a certain extent. Look, possibly, but, uh, but I'm not sure about that in a way because, like, we've seen that he can be a good player uh, for France and in the past. But yeah. look, I know that's a better team and all that type of stuff. But probably one of the best players in the World Cup, definitely. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I feel that it's almost a, kind of a player thing where he's maybe learnt some things and maybe he might be a really good player in the second part of his career. Must be. Like, he might be a much better player. Must be. Or, yeah. That's true. He's just going to use capacity, his potential in one season, and he's, we're, we're never going to see that again. We don't know that. Mm. But for now, um, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you wouldn't mind keeping him, but with what we've got, you know that it's not the biggest loss if he does go. Yeah. That's, and just, anyway, that's just to let everyone know, too, in, in the World Cup just now we're past uh, – 22, six matches, one goal, one assist. He was in their top, well, top two best players of the World Cup. So, yeah, he had a good World Cup as well. So, yeah. insane at Anth. Uh, the next player I would like to talk about is uh, Walsh, Chesney, because I think he's going to be, well, I think we did sign him up for another year extension to his contract. He's on yeah. good corn himself, actually. Um, he's on, oh, I think. Saying it twelves or something like that after everything, he's on really good coin for a keeper. So he's been well thirteen. It's thirteen million one hundred forty-three thousand. So two mm. years. So he's got the extra year. So in saying that, but there's, I think Man News is looking around the corner as well. They're trying to get him over there. So, but that's a lot of money for a keeper. What is it? He's going towards thirty. 33 going on 34. Mm. So he's at that age, Anth, when you think about it. I mean, Perrin's around 30. He's 30. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion? Would you – like for me, I, 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 if he was to go, I, I would not be um, surprised. Like I would be happy with Perrin because he's been there. He's shown yeah. games he can be a good keeper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Like, Chesney's done really well. Like, 
I feel that with Chesney, if 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 we didn't have a second keeper like Perrin, I'd really want Chesney to stay. Yeah. But the fact that Perrin is really good and has stepped up to the plate and hasn't really been thrown in the deep end. Like, mm. he's just played when we've needed to play him. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think that the, the transition of Perrin going to keeper has been one of the better transitions for Juventus mm. uh, for a very long time. Yeah. Because... We've seen some weird transitions, mate. <laughs> yeah, we have. We've just seen right. Illing Jr. come in and play well and then not get a game the next game. We've seen Soler show some great potential and then Dropped. disappear off the face of the earth. Plays him in like, a Champions League game, which is yeah. critical to win. And yeah, it's just, yeah. the inter-game and all that type of stuff. Yeah. We've seen some really weird transitions. We've seen players that have come in that have had potential and then just gotten loaned out. Um, it's just weird. I think Perrin's one has been good and he's done well and he can be a very good future future uh, keeper. And I think that the only way that he'll lose that number one keeper spot is if we got, you know one of the best goalkeepers in the world that have proven themselves a bit more than Perrin. So, I, you know, and again, then Perrin might become a second keeper again and he might not be happy with that. So, I, um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, um, uh, I think with Chesney, if the offers are good, (laughs) you'd take it because he's older. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if he... It's one of those things where it's like if you keep him, you keep him on maybe a yearly contract. He might not want that, but maybe you keep him on a yearly contract and then when his time's up, then it's time to go or, you know, he goes on the bench and Perrin goes on. It's on good coin. Uh, That's a good way yeah. to be on, mate, thinking at his age and, uh, you know, like an extra year on his contract. Basically, Juventus were happy to, to extend it. I mean... But if an offer comes, uh, uh, you know, from Manchester United, what they're saying, like there's a couple other clubs, big clubs looking around as well. I mean, for me, it's fifty-fifty. If he goes, well, you know, I'll, I'll be happy because we've got a probably a world-class yeah. backup keeper in Perrin. He's been at our club for a n- number of years to know his caper and his job, and he's proven that in the Copa Italia games and a couple of Serie A games this season. Yeah, yeah. In saying saying that, um. Juventus has always had a great history with keepers as well, yeah, so we know that. What was has been good. He's saved a lot this season. It's been probably one or two games where he's done some brain fades, but give and take that, he's been yeah, he's saved heaps this year. Especially in some yeah, good yeah. games as well. So look, good luck to him. You know, he's at that age as well. So yeah, probably probably the last yeah. couple of years of his career. Anyway, look, we'll get on to one last player. I'm gonna I'm going to throw in Quadrado. So yep. What's your opinion on him? Yeah, for me, it's like, um, for me, he's too much of a liability now. Yeah, I uh, think so too. I, I think that, uh, I think that when we gave him the contract extension, he deserved it. But I don't think he's really progressed from that. Like, 
Yeah. I think he's actually gone on the decline since that those good seasons. Yeah. When we did. Um, uh, 35. So, he's yeah, 35 now, it, Ant. So, yeah, it's the writing's on the wall with me on him. So, yeah, as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's he's um, declined a bit, yeah. Like he's he can't take on the plays like he used to. He's become this season has shown he's been very selfish at times. Plays in better spots, but he continues yeah. to try and think he can take players on. Yeah, um, yeah. he's cost us a he's couple. He's had that yeah. problem. He's had that problem from day one, and uh, I'm all for someone taking, you know, shots on goal when there's not much else to offer. But I just don't think uh, at Juventus he's ever found, I don't think he's ever found uh, that right combination. He just doesn't know. Like, he's done the same thing forever. And that's... That's something that is quite disappointing that our management hasn't just eventually gotten rid of him. Uh, so yeah, that's he's, he's been Max's one of Max's favourites, hasn't he? Like when you really think about it, this season yeah, especially, absolutely. he's always yeah. reverted back to the older players, and Cadrado's one of those players that he always, yeah, you know, he's got that, you know, fetish with him, call it what you will, but yeah, it's just yeah, sometimes you go well. Why is he playing? He should be dropped. But, yeah, he's just thrown yeah, him into yeah. the mix. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, we, we've had to activate the uh, extension because obviously we've had injuries and stuff. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, and, like, at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to keep a player like that because you've played him for so long, he, for me, he's a substitution player, a Serie A player, a Coppa Italia player, um, someone you need to give another person a rest. To me, he's never going to be a starter. That's me in particular. Like, even even in the last couple of seasons, he should never have really been that much of a starter. No, I, mean, I agree with um, you on that one. Yeah. No, I, I totally so, agree. Yes. But, yeah, to to, to keep – he's getting on with age as well, and that doesn't help. So, yeah, um, yeah for me, I, I – it's a bit of a tricky one because on that right-hand side, you know, I guess, uh, you know. We don't yeah, have an abundance because DeShilio this season was injured. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, so it's, it's sort of like the right, right back and left back are, are positions that we should be looking at this uh, market, Mercado coming up this season. We should yeah. be looking at some quality. I mean, you got Cambiasso. Uh, Pellegrini looks like he's definitely will be a Lazio player. Um, he's still on our books, obviously, but looks like he will be definitely going. But Cambiasso is raw, but you need to find some experience in those spots, I think, and Juventus need this upcoming transfer market to have a really good look at some players to cover those spots because we've suffered. And it's not only for one season, it's been for a number of years now we've suffered in those two spots because of injuries. Yeah. So... Anyway, in saying that, so next week we'll be dissecting the defence of this season. Um, So it'll be very interesting and obviously we'll have Mark back for that and we'll be at HQ um, talking about that. So 
Next week we'll be digressing and dissecting the defence, uh, giving an, a one f- up to five rating on performance. Uh, also, too, uh, to our listeners, we'll be handing out the Alessandro Del Piero Award, I think, next week. We'll do it, yep. and we'll do the yep. Amari Award. We'll hand those out. And uh, basically, yeah, so the off-season podcast shows will be talking Marcato, ins and outs, all the rumours. And I think what we should do is a table uh, on a couple of the journalists that um, that are on social media. And we should keep a mark on these uh, journalists too because there's a couple that talk absolute bullshit. And his yep. ones that actually hit hit the mark. So maybe we can come up with a you know couple there, and each week just read a rumor, see if it comes true. If it's not, we'll just give him a cross or a tick too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in saying that, Anth, where do you catch the podcast, my friend? Uh, you can catch it on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast. Yep. Uh, what bit are the other ones? Bit of, um, bit of heart there, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, I always forget that one. Uh, Podbean? Yeah. We're on that one. We're on and, uh, Facebook. Facebook, three Instagram. Three Amantanos, yeah. JFC, Melbourne, Gigi Buffon. For Instagram, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, pretty much um, on everything, really. So... Check us out. And again, thank you to our loyal listeners. So we're hitting the 750-plus downloads in the time we've been on or doing this podcast. We thank you. And also to the 16 countries around the world that we've hit. But again, um, Anth, until next week, you've been listening to the three Juventinos.